Howdy, howdy. Good morning, good morning. And welcome to... But It Was Aliens, the... Extraterrestrial Comedy Podcast. Here, we lightheartedly, seriously probe allegedly true incidents of alien activity to determine whether they really were allegedly true. As you've probably guessed, it's my turn to host this week. You can call me Kev, Greybeard, Lord, Master. Honestly, I don't mind. Here with me, as always, is the artist formerly known as Granville Moonwalker. Now he's known as Sally. And this week, we are driving across the country to a place I visited before. That place is Cornwall. Don't like the name, Sally. Cornwall? Be quiet, Sally. Apologies for any Sallys out there. Cornwall is right on the tip of the UK. Southwestern UK, to be precise. Did you know that Cornish pasties were invented so that miners could hold onto and eat a meal? They'd eat all around the crust they held before throwing it away as to not poison themselves with whatever was in the mine. Anyway, Sally, on to the show. Again, don't like the name Sally. Let's dive right in, baby! Can you think of a famous Sally? No. Sally Ann? Um, I bet there's a really famous one we're not thinking of. Is it Sally Jesse Raphael? I don't know. I'm not very good with celebrities. So, so starting, right? well, well died. <laughs> <laughs> there goes a legend that a remote 13th century church in Cornwall is the site of a legend. A creature so disturbing that its story has become legend. The legend of Sally. <laughs> Since the 1920s, legend has it that this creature has been terrorizing both locals and holiday makers alike. See why I don't like Sally? How? Well, that's the stuff of legend. Let's discuss the where first. St. Mornan and and St. Stephen's Church is a now legendary church situated approximately one mile from the centre of the village of Mornin Smith. <laughs> Mornin Smith. This was a peaceful church about as picturesque as one could imagine. They're always the worst ones though, aren't they? The it, most picturesque. <laughs> Got some sinister shit going on behind those some doors. Some dark and legendary shit goes on down there. It was surrounded by woodland and accompanied by a view of the southwestern coast. But what went down here would become legend. Legend, I tell ya! So, today's case is definitely um, born of legend. (laughs) I don't know where you got that from. But uh, churches, never a good tale when a church is in a legend. Well, yeah, to be fair, generally happy things happen in churches like weddings and christenings or very sad things like funerals. So tell me a legendary event involving a church that was happy. That's what I was just about to get onto. Those ones aren't so well known unless you're part of the family involved in said events. Those aren't legend. Anything that becomes... Dairy. <laughs> Anything that becomes legend is absolutely going to be something sinister. And I've 
got a few photos of the church here just for you, Sally, to set the scene as we continue on. Thank you to SpookyIsles.com for these. Is this the uh, picturesque church? Yes. Yeah, it's not very picturesque. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It is beautiful. So the picture I have in front of me shows a relatively small church, like a baby church, as well, far as not churches go. And it has some gravestones in it. One of them, unfortunately, is... It's... On di- the huh? Yep. <laughs> Dilapidated. <laughs> on the who? On the huh. And it has a spooky-looking tree in front of it. I yeah, mean... Now, these pictures obviously had to been taken during daylight to be able to see it. Yeah. What I was going to say is... Have you noticed how all churches have a tree in front of them? Or somewhere on the grounds... So that when you pass at night, it looks like the spookiest shit ever, and you don't want to go near it. I've never really taken that in, but I'm absolutely going to look out for it. You do that. You do that. In 1926, the newspaper known as the Cornish Echo, 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 reported that two little boys, whilst out playing, were disturbed by something... Unusual. Something that would appear otherworldly. The boys were innocently sat down playing a game of Pong when they heard a strange sound. Hold on, what year was this? Why, why'd you ask? Uh, playing a game of Pong? <laughs> yeah, that's an old game. What year was this? 1926? Okay. <laughs> I don't see what your Carry issue is. Carry on. So, Innocent sat down playing a game of Pong when they heard a strange sound. They looked up and locked eyes with something. Was it a bull taking a shit? The boys froze, scared to break eye contact. They knew what was coming next. The little boys got ready and bang! They launched off to run away as they broke the eye contact. As they ran, they looked behind themselves and yes, they were indeed being chased. This thing was large and ferocious. The terrified children ran and as they rounded the corner, they then took cover behind a steel grating. When the coast was clear, the boys went home. Yes, they escaped. They told their family the story of what they had seen. We'll get into exactly what that was later but I felt we should start with the earliest verified sighting. Okay. At this point in time, they were either chased by a big dog or a groundskeeper in a long overall... Overall? You're so far off the mark here and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) How many legs did this thing have that chased them? Um, We will get into this, but... So it had legs? Possibly two, but we'll get into this. Okay. Did it have wings? Possibly, but we'll get into this. I mean, were they wings or was it someone running with their arms out? Like, <laughs> it, it definitely wasn't that. And that sounded like Spring Hill Jack. <laughs> Stop being nosy. Fine. Doesn't matter what chased them. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Yeah. The first 
modern sighting of what we are covering today was only reported to have occurred on the 17th of April 1976. That's a long kind of rest time. 50 years. That's a long time mm. to sleep. It was a gargoyle. <sighs> what if it's gargoyles? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that was an absolute U-turn. Two, at the time, nine and 12-year-old sisters, June and Vicky Melling, were on holiday with their parents in Mornin' Smith. Good morning, Smith. Smith! The girls decided one day to walk down to the church of St Mornin' and St Stephen without their parents. What about St Afternoon or St Evening? No. Once they got there... They were taken aback by the sheer beauty of the site. It was a wonder. Nature is beautiful. Well, some of nature. For the girls quickly realised that whilst the site was gorgeous, something was a little off. Eerie, in fact. The birds didn't appear to be singing. The crickets didn't seem to be playing cricket. The girls looked up to see whether they could see any birds. On top of the church tower, the girls noticed something that wasn't quite bird but also wasn't quite not a bird something altogether unholy something terrifying the girls saw a bird man okay now these girls are six and no nine and twelve mm-hmm. what nine and twelve year olds do you know go to a location and go oh this is a really lovely location She's very picturesque. Look, I might have added a little bit of colour to the the occasion. All right? All right? Not all right. But they but definitely right. did say that it was beautiful. A bird man. Now, was this a person that was that believed that they could fly or that they could create a device that would help them fly so they had to find somewhere high for them to test? Interesting. And the girls just happened to stumble upon the ground while they were testing. Could it have been a gargoyle with its arms spread? I mean, that would be amazing, but we all know that gargoyles come alive at night, not during the day. They are stone during the day. Not necessarily. Gargoyles, son. If you're stepping on their land, their derelict land that they preside over. That's why there's not many gargoyles left, because humans destroyed them during the day. Gargoyles, bitch. That makes absolutely no sense. How does it not? They're stone by day. What if one fell off and knocked someone on the head? Protection. They're stone. Yeah, it doesn't mean they... Well, stone crumbles some. Exactly. So it could have fallen from a height, knocked someone on the head, protected the land during the day. No. I love how we're getting into gargoyle lore. (laughs) This is gargoyles! So I'm assuming the picture you've put in is from the film Birdman. Yes, indeed. Which I have not seen. So <laughs> therefore, this is of no relevance to me. Me neither. Other than the fact that I know it's from the film Birdman. It's been on my to-watch list for about five years. Yeah, I've heard same. phenomenal things about it. And I absolutely love Michael Keaton. He's never given a bad performance that I'm aware of. But yeah, I've just not seen it. But that Birdman behind him does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look rather cheesy. That's what I was picturing at this point in my research. The girls would describe the creature as being the size of a human with wings and feathers. The girls, upon seeing the Birdman, ran to the local police station absolutely petrified. 
The girls were taken into separate rooms and asked to draw what they had seen. Both girls drew nearly identical pictures. Once back home, the parents, predominantly Dad Don, Donny Dad, Daddy Don, decided to call an early end to their holiday and quickly left Mornan Smith. Due to the girls being so, so disturbed by what they had seen. Suffice to say, the police didn't catch anyone or anything. So what next? Someone called in a paranormal investigator, of course. This sighting would be investigated by paranormal researcher and magician Tony Doc Shields. Daddy Don would call in Doc and provide a drawing of the creature by one of the girls to Doc. I have a picture based on that drawing, but not the drawing itself, for now. Here you go, Sally. <laughs> Looks a bit like a gargoyle, actually. Got uh, like a wooden gargoyle. Now, what's really shit is the fact that it looks like a man's body with straw wings and a like little demon head he's got like a triangle mouth yeah big old ears and little eyes now it says birdman witnessed by june melling on april 17th 76 based on a sketch made by her the same day Mm-hmm. Now, why are you drawing it again and basing it on something she's drawn rather than just showing what she's drawn? Because I want to build up to it. Dramatic I'm, I'm suspense. I'm not saying you. I'm saying these people. Why would you then redraw something to put it out? Are you trying to make it more terrifying than it actually is? Has she literally just drawn a bird? Maybe it's fan art. Like, um, there is a heron there or something or a giant bird, and she's just drawn that. They'd never seen it before, so it freaked them the fuck out. Well, I can confirm that it's nothing to do with June's artistic ability, because she is phenomenal. So what we're saying here is that they are doctoring her picture and claiming this is what she drew. People do that, don't they? I mean, crikey, when we cover cases, we post things on our Instagram that are like mock-ups of cases as well as the case itself. Absolutely, but they're putting this out saying witnessed by June, based on a sketch. Maybe the sketch quality is on olden paper that's crumbled by now. I go, bullshit. Did you even comment on its feet? This picture has got literal triangle feet. It'd be proper good at ballerining. Be a good ballerina. Like shoes. Ballet? <laughs> Be good at ballet. That's what I'm trying to say. My gosh. How? You'd be good at ballet with those shoes. They're like literal points. Mm-hmm. You'd be able to stand on them. If anything, yeah, they'd be good for stabbing toe, people. You? Maybe they're little skewers. That's how he eats. He skews his food because he doesn't look like he's got any hands. So he stabs his food with his foot and then puts his foot up into his mouth. And that's some weird foot fetish for some people out there. Moving on from the foot fetishes. <laughs> We've just made someone's day with that. <laughs> that sighting would be recounted in a pamphlet doing the rounds in Cornwall during 1976 called Morgwar, the monster of Falmouth Bay by Anthony Anthony Morden Peller. Roll on the 3rd of July 1976, two 14-year-old girls named Sally Chapman, no relation, and Barbara Perry had decided to go camping in Mornan Smith. Mornan. 
<laughs> Whilst out camping near the church, the girls were, eventually, petrified by something they saw. They saw a giant owl with glowing eyes. At first, the young ladies saw the owl man standing on a big branch in a large nearby pine tree and thought that it was a local resident playing a prank dressed up in a slightly sinister bird costume. But then, the creature leapt into the air and begun flying. Fortunately for the young ladies, the creature didn't seem to care for them. It must have had dinner already as it flew away hissing. So it was an owl. Owl man! What they saw Ooh. was an owl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was an owl. Oh. But what two 14 year olds decided Don't speak ill of the owl man! <laughs> to go camping by a church. Or were they just somewhere in Marinan Smith? Good Marinan. Good Marinan. What was the question, sorry? Were they camping by the church or. Yeah, they were. Yeah, what, by like. Who camps near a church? Well, people camp in forests and with whatnot, grave don't they? Stones and everything. Like, like, you're sleeping. I mean, you're sleeping near the dead pretty much anywhere where you sleep, but you're literally laying next to the dead. I guarantee you, people have camped in Clapham Wood, which we covered the previous week, and there's a church right on the edge of that. It's not people necessarily the church mental. that attracts people, it's the wood. People, people like camping in the wood mental. where they can get away with dogging. You sound like you're speaking from experience. Well, there was that time we camped in the wood, Granville. Never been camping in my life. Yes, you have. You never. <laughs> Sally, on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> the sightings now made national headlines. One sighting could be anything, but two? Two was undeniable proof that something was out there. The headlines would read... Man of Morning Smith. I have the actual drawings by Sally and Barbara of what they saw here for you, Sally. Okay, so we have two pictures that are allegedly drawn by Sally and Barbara, but see, there is no need <laughs> for them to redraw um, one of those pictures. Yeah, I actually prefer Sally's. Because, yeah, it looks... I suppose... I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why they've redrawn that. Both of these pictures by the girls just look like owls. So they've redrawn it to make it look more sinister and actually given look it, like an owl man. Given it a bigger wingspan, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Astute there, Mr Moonwalker. Because um, Sally's picture is an owl. She has drawn an owl. It's a big freaking owl, but I an mean, owl. it's an owl nonetheless. The wings are a little owl. bit interesting, but still an owl. Absolutely I mean, he's an owl. Nine years old. You can't start judging their artistic skills. The fact that you can tell what that is is enough. Incredibly neat handwriting that Sally has as well. Yep. I saw this monster bird last night. It stood like a man, and then it flew up through the trees. It is as big as a man. Its eyes are red and shine brightly. Now, there are some huge owls out there. Oh, gosh, yeah, aren't there? And Majestic ones, in fact, named like Jeffrey. Lord Jeffrey. So, I think they literally saw Lord Jeffrey. We have an they alternate were, theory coming up here, folks. They were lucky enough to witness Lord Jeffrey in his grace. And they spoke... Spoke? Spoke? They spoke ill 
of Lord Jeffrey by calling him a monster. Or a maybe, monster. Maybe they spoke ill of the owl man by calling it an owl. I mean... Owl's going to murk them. Owl man. Now you're just going into the realms of nonsense. Owl man's coming for you. I'm going to walk to my car later and an owl's going to yeah. swoop down. <laughs> owl man, in fact, is going to be sat on your car waiting for you. If he isn't fighting him. During the back end of summer of 1995, the night editor of the Western Morning News, Simon Parker... Morning or Maradan. Morning. ...received a letter from an American tourist detailing a sighting of the Owlman. The witness claimed to be a marine biologist student from Chicago on the last day of their summer holiday to England. This letter writer explained that they were in the wooded area near the church when they experienced a vision from hell. The witness detailed seeing a ghastly birdman 30 metres ahead of her. The letter was signed off, Yours very sincerely, scared eyewitness. The writer apparently did include some details of who they were, but asked to remain anonymous due to fears of how this could impact upon their career. I mean, that's... That's pretty shit. Isn't it? Did they actually receive that? Did they claim they received that? There's no. Oh, they received it. There's no way to prove that they actually received it. I've seen or it. Or they wrote it themselves without having the name there. There's just it's a lack of evidence. But they have the name. They just didn't publish the name. Without publishing the name, it's a lack of evidence. Screw you. You know what I'm smelling here, don't you? Your butt. I'm going to cut that and dub in that you're in. (laughs) (laughs) Let's cover the Owlman's description in more detail. The Owlman... Owlman! Is believed to be approximately five foot six. He's a big boy. With dark grey or brown feathers covering its body. Big owl. It has clawed feet with a mixture of human-like and owl features. The wingspan of the beast is approximately 10 foot. It makes a loud hissing noise or a screech whilst its eyes glow a crimson red. Sally, I'm just going to show you a few mock-ups of the Owl Man. So you're going to show me some owls? No. It's rather fancy owl man, that first one, isn't it? <laughs> the one on the left, mm-hmm. yeah. Very mm, regal pose. <laughs> okay, so we have a couple of sketches here. One is a very fancy owl man. Sexy owl man, I think you'll find. Whilst the second one looks a lot more terrifying. Yeah, screw that. All right. The first one has even shaved its legs up to knee height, which I love. Apart from a little patch on its feet, fine detail there. (laughs) But what's the finger behind that? It's a very fancy owl. Yeah. It's a part of its mating ritual. It's almost like it's in a disco suit. Yep. Whereas owl number two looks like it's out for blood. It's the very stuff of nightmares. I'm scared to even look the picture in the eye because I feel like I'm going to pass out. I love the fact that it's got the twisted owl neck as well. Mm -hmm. That's a very good touch. It's almost like, imagine the Minotaur traditional image crossed with an owl. Yeah. Now this one's awesome. So we have a clear human who has decided to dress up as 
the Owlman. I don't know if it's for Halloween or just for a play or for fun, but it's really good. This one, I think I would describe it as imagine a traditional image of Slenderman crossed with an owl, long arms, curly claws, and real freaky owl head. A black suit, white shirt, and a creepy owl head. I want that mask. If I saw that out on the streets, I would actually shit my pants. So would I. Like, intentionally as a coping mechanism to stop it from... A defense mechanism, sorry, to stop it from attacking me. But what if it likes to smell? I'd eat some real nasty stuff. What if it likes to smell? <laughs> I would piss myself. What? what if that's a sexual pheromone for it? Then I'd be the giver. Is it a sexual pheromone or just a pheromone? Both. <laughs> what would you do? Oh, I'm fighting this thing. For God's sake, you're getting... Uh, to be fair, what would I... Uh, this is a horrible question, but what would I rather have? Like, that thing potentially kill me or just accept it and consent? I'm going now swinging. I've never seen an owl have sex. I don't know how grim that potentially is. This might be the worst conversation we've ever had. If this here is coming at me, I'm kicking it in its owl nuts. I'm snapping arms. If I die, what if I the- die. What if the nuts twist around like the head? Then if I die, I die. But I'm going down fighting. Those claws are pretty scary. I wouldn't want to be scratched by them. Also, I've become much more... Much more... Violent? No, you haven't. You've always been violent. (laughs) (laughs) When did you become violent? It was 74 years ago. Back in legend. 1926, around the legend of the Owlman. (laughs) I started to notice I was becoming more violent. <laughs> started with a little kick in the shins here, a little punch in the arm there. Now it's neck breakers and arm locks. <laughs> Just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> so what on earth has gone on here? Surrealist painters Max Ernst and Leonora Carrington are said to have heard of the 1926 sighting and visited the area themselves in 1937, shortly after they got together. Here, it is believed that the couple began performing rituals to summon the Owlman once more. How did he know what ritual summons him? The Owlman would feature in their art from these times, particularly Ernst reportedly through their separation and until their death. But the Owl Man wasn't seen for 50 years after. 50 years. That's like a Pennywise cycle, isn't it? Some say that the Owl Man is the physical manifestation of a demonic owl god. Worshippers of this god have been believed to sacrifice children as offerings to gain its favour. This is all based on a Phoenician religion. Wikipedia tells me that this was an ancient maritime or seaborne civilization originating in the Western Asia region of the Eastern Mediterranean. I should add that historically the ancient peoples there offered pottery to their gods rather than human sacrifice, but regardless, this is the story. Slight variations link the Owl 
man to Moloch, though Moloch is usually more bovine in appearance, and Stolas, a great prince of hell who is a big owl man. Here's an example of owl art from Max Ernst, and yes, this is legit. And I don't really know whether that's Ernest or Ernst, um, but I'm going for Ernst because it's a surname rather than the first name. So these are some abstract... Surreal. Is it surreal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Some surreal... It's a style of art, yeah. Pieces. Because I'm an artist, you know, and in it. I'm not going to lie, that first one looks abstract to me. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the last one looks abstract to me. Okay, I don't know what that second one is meant to be. It looks like a fat baby. Yeah, yeah. A, kind of like a really young or height-impaired wrestler is what I'm getting. It's so weird. Uh, yeah, I... Art. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my answer. <laughs> you used to really like art when you were younger. I did. But not this. Many sightings have since been reported, predominantly on the internet. Ghost hunter Mark Davies, 47, was in the church graveyard in 2019 with his friend Chris Power, 36, and from and from Manchester. Mark would explain. <laughs> <laughs> but there are ley lines under the church which give off paranormal energy. Mark later explained that There was a hissing in the trees and you could hear a flapping. I heard it go right over my head and I was shocked. Mark then saw a horny figure which wasn't Chris. Mark described this figure as mad. Yup, it was horny and angry. Mark, being a ghost hunter, was carrying an electric magnetic energy detector which was telling Mark that there was a demonic energy and it wasn't safe. This would be confirmed moments later when Chris was attacked by the beast. Chris had his arm scratched by the Owl Man who also broke Chris's camera. Chris didn't even see the Owl Man. He didn't have the power. He just felt a surge of energy and then 30 minutes later felt burning. Mark advises people not to go to the woods that surround the church. At this point, I'd just like to show you an image of the back door to the 13th century church. A door covered in scratches and hand marks from the Owl Man! But that's not all, because the Pals did film the area and indeed caught it on film. I've got a few screenshots from the film, but I'll also include the link in case you want to check it out. So there's the door for you, Mr. Moonwalker, covered in okay. scratches. Those are some pretty mad scratches. You know, they look extremely similar <laughs> to when someone just gets their finger and wipes it down a dusty <laughs> surface. I mean, you couldn't tell them apart, really. Magnificent. Uh, what was that case you covered in Suffolk? I want to say Black Shook. That is. It was, shuck. yeah. Reminds me of shuck that. To the left. Okay, so explain this one. Punk. What they've done is they have got someone to dress up in a costume in the house and just made a really, really blurry picture of someone standing underneath a light. Like they could literally just be standing in the kitchen, arms together with a 
mask on with horns and they've taken the blurriest shot possible just so you get the silhouette. Okay, did you want to try the footage? Let's try the footage, shall we? Entirely up to you, sir. Bum, 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 bum. Mythical Cornish half-man, half-owl creature filmed for the first time in 40 years. Is there a creature that lives in these... Creature that lives here. Oh, oh man! Fuck off! Oh man! Ooh! I'm a man. They have. I'm an uh, so they're out in the forest, and what they've done is he's literally stood there and gone with a little. It's not even a camera. Is it one of those electromagnetic? Whatever that EKG, EKG. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Whatever that thing is he used to detect ghosts or whatever. So he's standing in a forest with that. And he generally just goes, Is there an evil spirit here? And then over in the far part of the fucking forest, I say far part, it's probably about 10 feet away from him. They've just lit up part of it and got someone to stand there. So what you're saying, that there was a sighting and that it's undeniable proof. Excellent. So we are nearly at the end of events here and something's missing, isn't it? Truth. Oh, yes. Aliens. So I'm going to be honest. I originally wrote this episode as a side probe. However, in researching this one, I discovered several accounts of strange lights in the sky accompanied by strange, rapidly changing weather, particularly particularly through 1976. In 1996, a lady saw a block of light materialise above the church. Then a second block appeared. The first block faded, then reappeared once more. The lady left confused. Then in 2003, the daughter of Liz Randall was listening to music in her car with a friend when overhead, a pulsating blue to white light appeared. UFOs. Therefore, I couldn't really use this over on our Patreon monthly bonus episodes as a common theory out there is that this one is aliens. These lights are the crafts carrying the owl people. We've covered before how abductees often see owls. So here we are. I put it to you rigidly that the owl man is an alien species visiting planet Earth in a craft which appears as an unusual light in our sky. I mean, we took a long fucking way around to get to that, didn't you? Yeah. Nadi. The video footage has put me off more than anything else. Were you ever really on? More than I was before the video. (laughs) Marginally. I was a 0.5, I'm now a 0.1. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we've gone from gargoyles to real owls which is what everyone actually saw. And then we've got these motherfuckers. But we don't have giant owls in this area, though. How do we know that there just wasn't one there at that time? Because I know everything. But do you? <laughs> I do. What colour pants do I have on? You aren't wearing any. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he knows too much. <laughs> I am a level 12 pantsier. Pantsier, pantsier. Hmm. Panties. Time to plop on the detective hat now, Sally. 
Pretty much all of the reported sightings led back to one man. You may have guessed it, or you may have forgotten. Paranormal researcher and magician Tony Doc Shields. Doc was taking part in a project to find monsters. Doc had also seen and photographed the Loch Ness Monster previously. Of course he did. Doc, for many years, lived in St Ives before moving to Ponsonouf, though he would eventually leave Cornwall for Ireland. Now, occult historian Gareth Medway states that Doc had a reputation for hoaxing. In similar monster cases promoted by Doc, witnesses were generally either Doc himself, Doc's friends, or the witnesses reported their sightings to Doc alone. <laughs> Meanwhile, some witnesses wrote letters to newspapers about their sightings but could never be tracked down or verified to be real people. You may recall that in this one we had anonymous letter writers and people who had passed on photos to Doc. Meanwhile, it was said that the girls ran to the police station in the first 1976 sighting. Well, I did some fine detective work, aka Googled, and apparently there isn't actually a police station in Mornan. <laughs> Mornan. The nearest is too many miles away, unless the girls were little Olympians. Bugger. Oh, Doc Rat. Yeah. It's a crook. Whenever someone calls themselves Doc and they're not an actual doctor, you know shit is up. Unless it's me. Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> he, like I said, with those people that mm -hmm. recorded it. So that was no, or because it happened in 1976, didn't it? Part of it. And then the footage and stuff came out. What 40 years later? So was he still trying to keep this hoax up, or did he just go back to it and get other people to do it, or did people just continue it, not knowing that he made it up? He probably... 40 years is a long know. time to keep a hoax up. But what if he wrote it a little bit after the fact? So where was So the... he said they ran to the police station in 76, but he didn't actually say that, for example, until 89. Oh, OK. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying that's a possibility. <laughs> or did he claim it all? I suppose they could have ongoing. drawn those pictures before or after the fact and put 76 because he's yeah. a paranormal investigator so he could be adding to the story over time as he finds out more makes sense but i'm thoroughly surprised that as soon as i said he was a magician you didn't pick up on that and were like really <laughs> the man has magic powers i honestly don't remember you saying it <laughs> you listen so intently <laughs> there's an awful lot more to discredit doc than I have time to explain here, but obviously not all of these sightings could be explained by Doc being somewhat of a prick. Doc wasn't around in 1926 to write to the Cornish Echo, which by the way ceased in 1952. There were also other sightings I didn't include for time, as they were literally just two-line descriptions, for example for a man called Gavin in 1989, which had nothing to do with Doc. That we know of. Church towers are common nesting zones for barn owls. Remember those giant bastard great horned owls from Kelly Hopkinsville? Well, barn owls aren't as big as them and those horny gits would eat a barn owl, but that's not to say that barn owls are small. They can be around a foot or just over and with their wings spread from a distance in a tree, they could look a lot bigger. Plus they screech. Meanwhile, about 60 giant eagle owls which are majestic Jefferies at more than two feet tall, are lost annually in the UK. Owls. Owls. Mm. Uh, owl. I mean, you didn't get anywhere near that, did you? 
No, couldn't possibly figure that out. Punk? I mean, yeah, so owls. But (laughs) how has Doc managed to keep up this bullshit for so long? Or do you think it's got to a point where people see his name and then they just go, yes, bullshit? Maybe Doc heard of a few legitimate sightings and built his tail around it and then Doc had a child who kept at it and had a child, the child had a child, who also had a child. About 100 years from now, the docks are still at it and the whole world is starting to believe. It's like in their their lineage. Family heritage is to keep the story going. This one story circulating. They claim one day it will make them rich. And now that it's out and that it's bullshit, one of them has let the family down. On that note, summarising this one, we covered today the legendary tale of the Cornish Owl Man beginning in 1926 with two little boys who were chased by the ferocious Owl Man. We then moved on to the 17th of April 1976 when June and Vicky Melling on a holiday with their family saw the Owl Man atop the tower of the 13th century church of St Mornan and St Stephen. The girls ran to the police and desperately drew pretty much identical pictures of what they had seen. The family holiday ended early and paranormal investigator slash magician Tony Doc Shields enters the story, being given a drawing of the creature by the girl's dad, Don. Then on the 3rd of July 1976, Sally Chapman and Barbara Perry, two 14-year-olds, whilst camping near the church, would see the Owl Man. They thought it was local prank until it flew away. The girls drew what they'd seen and these drawings were similar to the other sightings. The Owl Man hit national headlines. Then, in the summer of 1995, editor of the Westing Morning News, Simon Parker, received a letter detailing another sighting. This was from an American marine biologist. Student. Supposedly, surrealist artist Max Ernst and Leonora Carrington visited Mornan in 1937 and may have performed a ritual to summon Owlman, who is linked to hell demons and ancient gods. Owlman didn't appear for 50 years after the first sighting though, 1926 to 1976. We then saw actual evidence of the Owlman from Mark Davis and Chris Power, with Chris having been victim to an extremely savage attack. We then finally got to the fact that strange lights have been seen around the church and the popular theory that the Owlman is actually an alien species visiting our planet. But unfortunately, a lot of this one could be traced back to Doc the Magician. We heard some pretty damning evidence, including that there was no police station nearby for the sisters to run to during the 1976 sighting, as had been described. Outside of Doc's involvement, some of these sightings could have actually been owls. Is there anything you want to double back over, Sally? Doc the Magician is giving real magicians a bad name. So... Partially. I can totally throw him in the category with um, Harry. So I'll tell you a little bit more <laughs> more about Doc in just a moment. But in essence, he's more of an entertainer than anything. Like Harry. <laughs> like Tom Riddle. Don't know who that is. <laughs> F Tom Riddle. Don't know who that is. Glorious, sir. Uh, so I suppose I heard he sh- was a little bitch though. Oh, interesting, considering you regularly praise him. 
No. He was a little bitch. And then he became a big bitch. The bitch. (laughs) So, are you saying that it was aliens? No, you're not. Don't string me along. (laughs) If aliens are owls that people mistook for... And they are. An owl man. Owl man. Then, yes, this is aliens. You heard it, folks. Mr. Moonwalker is saying that it's aliens. But if this is a case of alien ships coming down and beaming down owl men, no, this is not fucking aliens. These are just owls and the dock being a prick. So clearly... Morning! <laughs> clearly I'm not saying that it was aliens either. This one, well, it was supposed to be a UK Mothman, but firstly, it wasn't linked to any disasters. Secondly, it was linked to aliens. And thirdly, it all came back to Doc, as I said. To be honest though, loads of people have commented on these stories online saying how much they enjoyed them. So I can't hate on Doc for adding a little backstory to Mornin and possibly for bringing a few tourists in. Doc put a lot of effort in quite possibly just to entertain the world and it's not like he got rich off it or his numerous paranormal publications including how to hoax paranormal effects. Doc sees himself as an artist more than anything. So there's no owl alien species frequenting southwest England for me but I've enjoyed the ride. Any final thoughts before you hop into your Mustang Sally? None. Then, then that's today's show, folks. I sincerely hope that you've enjoyed this one. If you haven't, I hope you one day find joy in your life. If you have, well, did you know that you can support the show in a couple of ways? We have a store over at butitwasaliens.co.uk where we have a few bits for sale. We built this ourselves and you will see me drinking from a But It Was Aliens mug daily. If it's more content you're after though, well, you can drop a few pennies in the pro pot and gain access to our monthly bonus episodes known in extraterrestrial towers as side probes. That's right, we are probing round the globe. Probe around the globe. Each month, we probe a paranormal tale, taking a break from aliens. Also, We almost always forget to plug our secret public Facebook group called Extraterrestrial Towers. Follow But It Was Aliens and you'll find the group. You can sign up and entertain us with silly posts and memes. We absolutely love hearing from everyone, be it Facebook, on the Twitter, at But It Was Aliens, or in... On the Twitter! Gosh darn it. Or in five-star reviews dropped on Apple or Podchaser or Spotify. You can now drop star ratings on Spotify. Help us! Help us to be a grower. Let us know what you've enjoyed. But until next time, if we have eardrums, how do we play them? The truth is up there. Hashtag I take it this is a picture of Doc. Yeah.